Welcome to Metler Toledo's Process Podcast, Season 1, Episode 1. Continuous inline pH measurement in hot undiluted ammonium nitrate. Hello, I'm Jim Cairns, and welcome to Metler Toledo's inaugural podcast for Process. In this series, our goal is to give you clear and concise information about target applications, the challenges in these applications for process analytics, and provide you with a proven solution. I'll also give you some key questions using the FOCA model to engage your customer and uncover these opportunities. For those of you not familiar with FOCA, FOCA stands for Fact, Opinion, Change, and Action. FOCA is a technique for asking open-ended questions that engages the customers in a discussion and provides information that will help you determine the opportunity. In a future podcast, we'll do a deeper dive into FOCA, but for now, just keep in mind that these questions will help you to better understand their pain points, get them engaged, and find solutions to solve their problems. So let's get into today's topic. In this podcast, we will be tackling hot undiluted ammonium nitrate. Let's start with a little background. Ammonium nitrate is a globally important inorganic salt. It can be used as a pure fertilizer or more commonly is blended with other valuable fertilizer products. It's also a very strong oxidizer and as such has many applications as an explosive or explosive component. Over 20 million tons of ammonium nitrate is produced globally per year. Ammonium nitrate can be manufactured as a solid crystal. However, heightened security measures worldwide has forced many facilities to store in a liquid form. But this is also dependent on the need and the downstream use. Continuous pH control during storage is required to avoid ammonium nitrate from degrading. Liquid ammonium nitrate is an extremely aggressive media for pH sensors. So measurement is typically a diluted ammonium nitrate. This requires a slipstream, sampling condition, dilution, and evaporation equipment, all of which is very costly. So how is ammonium nitrate produced, you asked? The majority of ammonium nitrate is produced through a neutralization reaction of ammonia and nitric acid at high temperatures and pressures. This is accomplished through various standard industrial processes ranging from the UCB process, the SBA process, the Chemico process, the STAMI carbon process, and the NSM Norsic hydro process. Each process varies the reactor type and specifications with respect to temperature and pressure. Regardless of the process used, the end product is an ammonium nitrate in an aqueous solution, which can be dried and granulated for further use. More commonly, the ammonium nitrate is stored hot in highly concentrated solutions, usually around 80% or more. This is known as ammonium nitrate liquid or liquor. High storage temperatures are required to achieve a high concentration, low volume product as lower temperatures will cause crystallization of the solid ammonium nitrate within the storage vessel. A risk associated with storage is decomposition, where nitrogen species are lost in solution. To prevent this, a strict pH range of ammonia nitrate is required with storage values being neutral or alkaline as acidic conditions enhance this decomposition. Commonly, ammonia loss will decrease the pH. Thus, ammonia gas can be added through a circulation system when the pH drops below acceptable levels. Circulation systems should always be installed to ensure a homogeneous solution. In addition to loss of product quality, too high a pH level can have environmental issues too, with an ammonia order being present in the vicinity. So now that we have a better understanding of the application, let's talk about some of the challenges for measuring the pH in this application. Problems arise when measuring pH at ammonium nitrate storage temperatures, which are typically around 266 degrees Fahrenheit. This is normally too high for inline pH sensors, 
At these temperatures, pH sensors experience rapid evaporation of internal electrolyte and thermal shock to the pH glass. Sensor lifetime of less than a week are very common. Cooling down the concentrated solution for measurement is not an option, as crystallization will occur as mentioned earlier. Therefore, it is common practice to dilute the ammonium nitrate with hot condensate to about 10% by weight solution in a slipstream in which pH is measured after cooling the flow to around 75 degrees Fahrenheit and 140 degrees Fahrenheit. With a change in temperature and concentration, the pH also changes and compensations and set points must be observed. The pH of a neutral 10% ammonium nitrate solution will be in the region of about 4.5 pH at about 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Before it is returned to storage, the diluted ammonium nitrate used for measurement must be reconcentrated again through evaporating the diluted water. This requires energy and infrastructure for sampling and concentrating, making this a costly but necessary operation if traditional pH sensors are being used. So, how can we help the customer with this difficult application? Complex and costly slipstreams and concentrating systems are not required if an Impro 2000i pH sensor is used. This is because the Impro 2000i can measure directly at the hot storage temperature. Its electrolyte chamber is pressurized, and having the electrolyte under pressure elevates its boiling point substantially. Therefore, loss of electrolyte through evaporation is greatly reduced. Pressurizing the sensor to about 75 PSI allows continuous and accurate operations at about 266 degrees Fahrenheit process temperature. The pressure can be preset using the Intrac 776E retractable housing to higher values, further reducing the electrolyte evaporation that is a problem with other traditional pH sensors. The pressurized liquid also avoids reference system contamination due to the steady outflow of electrolyte. The addition of the retractable housing allows for sensor retraction and rinsing with hot condensate during retractions to ensure that the ammonium nitrate does not crystallize within the housing. An M400 two-wire transmitter completes the measurement loop. In addition to the ability to withstand the high pressures and temperatures, the Impro 2000i features an intelligent sensor management technology, otherwise known as ISM. ISM increases measurement uptime, simplifies sensor handling, and lowers operational cost. These benefits are possible due to the specifically developed microtrip embedded in ISM sensors. For the Impro 2000i, this circuitry allows pH calculation within the sensor itself, which is critical for this application. The pH value is then transferred to the connected transmitter via a highly stable digital signal, which is also very important in a very dirty application like this one. Lastly, the microprocessor also contains advanced diagnostic algorithms that provide continuous data on sensor health so operators know when sensor cleaning, calibration, or replacement will be required. Okay, so now that we have a good understanding of the application, the challenges, and a possible solution, how do we engage the customer to get them interested in our solution? As we mentioned at the start, focal questions are a great way of starting that conversation. So using that model, what are some of the questions we can ask about ammonium nitrate? So let's start at the beginning with some fact questions. These are questions that will be answered with factual information about the problem at hand or as a way of getting some more information about the application. Some questions could be, how often do you measure pH in your ammonium nitrate storage? The answer you're going to get will be dependent on how they are measuring. If it's in line, they will say continuously, but if they're using a slipstream, 
it will be a batch operation most likely. Either way, you will know how the measurement is being made. Another question you could ask would be, what type of pH sensor do you use for measurement? It's a pretty good bet that the operator will not know anything specific about the pH sensor. If they do, you get some good information on what they are currently using, and if they don't, you just made him think about it and the fact that he wasn't sure. The rest of the conversation will be around why it makes a difference. Another good fact question would be, what is the lifetime of your pH sensor? Again, depending on how they are measuring will determine the answer to that question. If they are measuring continuously, the answer will be measured in days or maybe even a week. If they are using a slipstream, then the life will be long. Either way, we have a better solution that saves both time and money. Alright, so those were some fact-based questions to start with. How about some opinion questions? Remember, these are designed to have the customer give you their opinion. Some questions might be, what issues have you experienced in the past due to pH control? Depending on the age of the application and the tenureship of the operator, you may get some good information on the challenges they've had with this in the past, or you could get nothing because they feel they've dialed this application in. Just remember that dialed in means they think they have it under control. Continue to ask questions to get a better understanding of what that really means. More often than not, we can do better, much better. Another question you could ask would be, how do you envision your ideal pH measurement system? Regardless of how they're making the measurement today, they will have a perfect scenario. And more often than not, we will have some of those wants in our solution. Make sure to listen and capitalize on that later. Another question could be, what are your greatest challenges when choosing when to do maintenance on a sensor? The answer will be, we have no challenges because we have a PM schedule. Or we go to failure, which is due to the challenge of this application. If they're on a PM, we have a good story here about how we can reduce that PM interval and increase their confidence in the reading. And if they're going to failure, we can greatly improve on the time between sensor replacements while adding a high level of confidence in their pH reading. Either way, we have a win-win situation. All right, let's move to some change questions. Change questions are meant to be if-then statements to get the customer to think about the benefits of the change. Some change questions might look like, in what way would the ideal measurement system affect your cost savings? So by asking this opinion question, we are getting them to think about the benefits. By asking them about the effect, we are getting them to envision a better situation than they have today. Another question would be, how would measuring pH directly in ammonium nitrate storage improve your system? This question may seem obvious, but again, we are trying to get them to envision a better solution than what they have today. Next question could be, what would be the impact of using a pH sensor that has a long life at elevated temperatures? Again, an obvious question, but one you want them to consider. In fact, they may not believe it based on their experiences they've had in the past. And finally, let's cover some action questions. Action questions are meant to get the customer to agreement that you have the right solution to move to the purchasing stage. Some key action questions are, okay, we agree that cooling dilution evaporation systems for ammonium nitrate storage pH measurement are complicated. Are you ready to try a measurement system which doesn't have these challenges? A very specific question. 
This would be only for customers using slipstream methods, but by this point, you have given the customer all the reasons he should be using this type of system. Another possible question could be, if I understand you correctly, high temperature evaporates electrolyte and shortens the life of your sensors. Would you like to try a sensor which doesn't experience these issues? Like the previous question, this is specific to customers using an inline method. And also, like the previous question, you have already laid out all the benefits for them to this point. Now's the time to close the deal. One more question. To summarize, accurate real-time pH measurement are the best methods for your application. Can I show you why Metler Toledo sensors are the best sensors for this inline application? This one's pretty straightforward. You got the operator to agree that accurate real-time pH measurement is what the application needs, so why not ask to prove it? All right, there you have it. Some good starting points and information gathering questions. Remember that you don't have to use all of the focal questions we talked about. These are just meant to be starting points to help engage your customer and get that conversation going. In the end, we know we can provide the best possible solution, but sometimes it takes some of those engaging questions to get the customer to open up and to see that we also understand their applications and challenges. All right, that wraps it up for our podcast, and I hope it was useful information that you can use on a future customer visit. This podcast and future podcasts can be found on Metler Toledo's Fast Track, along with a transcript for each episode. And finally, please let us know what you think about our podcast or any other of our marketing tools that we have out there. Your feedback is what fuels the marketing engine, so we very much value your input. Until next time, this is Jim Cairns for Mettler Toledo's Process Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to listen.